Hello, friends. This is Matthew, the parish pastor at Trinity on the East Side. Uh, so yesterday, Trinity released our first uh, daily devotional podcast. It's going to be a new rhythm for us during this season of coronavirus, where every day one of the pastors, Chris Tripp or myself, will put out a just brief 10-minute long podcast that is a reflection on one of the daily lectionary readings. So every day as Anglicans, we follow a reading plan with many churches and denominations around the world. And this daily lectionary, it puts us in the Old Testament story, it puts us in a gospel, it puts us in one of the Psalms, and then in another part of the New Testament, usually a letter that Paul wrote to a church or something like that. And um, today what we're going to do is we're going to look at the gospel story from from Mark chapter 8, and I just want to share a couple thoughts that have been percolating as I've been uh, mulling over this this story. Um, So I'm going to read to Mark 8. 8, 1 to 10, and then we'll pray, and then we'll, um, we'll jump in. So in those days, when again a great crowd had gathered and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd because they've been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, How can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, Well, how many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. And he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people, and they set them before the crowd. And they had a few small fish, and having blessed them, he said that these should also be set before them. And they ate and were satisfied. And they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. And there were about 4,000 people. And he sent them away. And immediately he got into a boat with his disciples and went to the district of Dalmanutha. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, we just invite you into this space. And we pray that you would make yourself known that it would be easy to hear you. We pray that you would give us the grace for a few minutes to block out the other noise and the anxiousness and the news and all the things that pull us um, off kilter. And we pray, Lord, for the grace to just sit with you and to hear a word from you. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, when I saw this story, I um, I immediately thought of uh, of the scarcity mindset that we're all kind of dealing with right now. Yesterday morning, um, Sunday morning, I woke up uh, early and I thought um, I, I need to try to get to the stores before they get too crowded, and I went and I, um, I went to Kroger and before they were open and there was a whole bunch of people sort of sitting in their cars waiting for the doors to open. And then as it got close to the opening time, we all got out of our cars and started walking towards the front, keeping six feet of distance between all of us. And everything felt nervous, you know, like there's just this general anxiousness that everyone is feeling as we're 
sort of uh, shuffling into the door and then bottlenecking at the carts and then everyone goes in they're trying to find what they need to take home to their families or to take home to their friends or whomever they they are responsible for getting groceries for that day and um it it just struck me that like there's there is just rampant scarcity mindset right now um there's not going to be enough food. There's not going to be enough toilet paper. There's not going to be enough Clorox wipes. There's not going to be enough um, hand sanitizer and, and whatever. And and so um, this sent, this question that the disciples ask Jesus, how can we feed these people here in this desolate place, just feels like feels really uh, really familiar right now. That question, like how how do we do this in a desolate um, in a desolate place. It's easy to spot it all around us. I'm imagining that probably you can think of where scarcity is popping up in your own heart right now. And it probably isn't just around toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Um, there's a lot of scarcity going on currently. Scarcity of human touch for some people who are just alone at home and, um, have no one to see. You know, that sort of real human presence of a person sitting on a couch next to you or across the table from you, a scarcity of contact, of companionship. Um, for others, there's a scarcity of privacy right now, a scarcity of space. You know, um, if you find yourself in a tiny house overcrowded with children suddenly and you can't find any place, you know, except for the shower to have a, a, a moment to yourself, um, there's also a scarcity of, of energy. Um, I've talked to a lot of people who are struggling to find the energy to, 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 to kind of keep up their disciplines, to, to exercise, to read their Bible, to eat healthy. Just a, a scarcity, a, a lack of um, ability, really, it feels like, or self-control or self-will, a scarcity of desire around these things. For others, it's there's a there's an actual scarcity of provision currently, of prospects, um, a scarcity of options, as jobs are being taken and hours are um, going by without any work, and um, and things are getting a little a little bleak. Um, and so I was thinking about so that that's that's kind of going on all around us. We have we just have scarcity around us and. Jesus was able to see scarcity as an opportunity to show what kind of a person he is. Now, it's important to just note that this story in Mark chapter 8 is just two chapters after Jesus has nearly done this exact same thing, (laughs) Um, except actually he did it on a grander scale. In Mark chapter 6, he feeds 5,000 people with a couple fish and a couple loaves of bread. And now here they are again in the desert. So one of the things that the disciples have um, going on in this story is is short-term memory loss, um, which is really easy, I think, for all of us to relate to, that um, there probably have been times in your life, and, and this is obviously, we're in, we're in sort of a once-in-a-century event currently, so there probably hasn't been another time in anyone's life exactly like this, but but where this sense of like it's not going to be enough we're not it's not going to be okay you know we're not going to make it or whatever the thoughts are that creep into our minds this the, the fear um and and i bet if you're like me like the you've had those thoughts before 
and it may be the last time there was a major you know thing like 2008 when the market crashed or 2001 when the world trade center was attacked or or some other time in your life where it was less of a national or a global event and it was it was more personal and it just it just touched this place of fear in you and in in me it's not we're not going to be able to do it how will we feed this people in a desolate place like this how are we going to make it um and we forget that actually we've made it before, that God's actually done before for us what we need him to do again, that he has provided for us in ways that we needed him to, and that he, um, just a couple of chapters ago, was able to give us what we needed in the midst of our, our disbelief that he was going to be able to do it. And so Jesus commands the disciples and the crowd to sit down, and he takes this bread and he gives thanks for it. He, he uh, in the Greek, he literally he eucharists it, um, which I think, as a person who misses church a good bit right now and misses Eucharist, misses the chance to break bread and drink wine with y'all and be reminded of the gospel and reminded of what God has done for us and how He's drawn near to us. Uh, it's it is good to remember watching Jesus eucharist this bread and this fish that one day again we will be at Jesus's table. Uh, one day again we, we will experience that food with one another. But he takes it and he, he gives it out and in the process it's multiplied. It feeds everyone. It feeds everyone with so much that there's leftovers. There's you know multiples of what was begun with uh, as, as fragments now, leftovers. And I just want to I just want to close this reflection with with this prayer that for me has come out of my my thinking on this text. the The prayer is to just be very honest with with the meagerness that you're feeling that I'm feeling, and then just to say like, um, I Jesus, I'm going to need you to multiply this this little bit of space, this little bit of quiet that I have, or this little bit of human contact I have through Zoom. Um, or this little bit of money that I have to get me uh, for a while, or this little bit of food that I have. I'm going to need you to multiply this, and I don't know how you're going to do it, but I need you to to take it and to break it and to make it more for me. Um, I need you to feed me in a desolate place. I need you to feed the people I love and um, my neighbors and my community even while we find ourselves in this desolate place. I need you to do what only you can do. And and I'm sorry that I have forgotten the many times you've done this before, but I'm remembering now that you are a God who can take something small and feed a multitude with it. And so I'm asking, would you please take what little I have and make it more than enough for me? And I hope that as you and I choose to invite God into the feelings of scarcity that we have and into the reality of some of the scarcity that we have, that we will see him provide an overabound for us as only he can. I hope you are well, my friends. Stay healthy and safe, and I hope I see you very soon. God bless you.